applesauce, bitch. What's up, everybody? This is Choice. This is Tom. And this is the Applesauce Podcast. Welcome to another show. Episode 28. Yep. Um, We got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> I, <laughs> think we, I, I think we might have just overloaded on the topic. <laughs> yeah, I was actually edited out a few it started. Um, but we can skip some of time. Um, I have like a few in my head that I put in there that like we don't have to talk about if we're running low, uh, running short on time. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, uh, I guess my top story for this week is uh, the Sasha Baron Cohen show, Who is America, on Showtime. Um, so if you're not familiar with Sasha Baron Cohen, he's done uh, the Ollie G show, uh, where he's played characters like Ollie G, um, Bruno, um, and who can forget Borat. Yeah, I was about to say he did Borat too, didn't he? Yeah, like he did the actual the, he did the movie Borat, um, which was probably his most popular thing to date, I would think. That's probably what most people know him for. Like if you right. if you say his name, most probably most people don't know his name, but if you said Borat, they would immediately know who you're talking about. Right, right, right. So he's he always does like a bunch of uh he does like kind of prank slash character acting, which is like it's it's amazing. Uh, what he can do, like what the characters he can create. Um, and then what he can get to people to believe as well. So I just think it's funny that he's still able to do this stuff and he's still able to like, uh, continue to prank people. Uh, and this, this clip that I have up here of him, uh, with Roy Moore was just, (laughs) it was too funny. (laughs) It was pretty funny. (laughs) Where he had a, uh, a pedophile detector. (laughs) (laughs) Was somebody else wearing that jacket? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe he got away with that, man. This is so funny. I can't believe our staff is so horrible that they didn't realize like somebody. I think think he's just desperate to talk to anybody. Yeah, but somebody in his staff booked him for this. That that's like he's not he doesn't make these decisions. Like staff makes these decisions. He probably has the final approval. Right. But like someone in his staff booked this meeting, this show, and so that just shows like he has no one in his staff that has any connection with pop culture. You know? Right. <laughs> like no one is as has this guy on the radar at all. Um one thing I was gonna say is I was watching a YouTuber and uh, they were talking they had gone to Kazakhstan. And um, where Borat is supposedly from, one of his characters. Right. Uh, and it was, you would think that it, it made Kazakhstan look bad, but the uh, YouTuber was saying that as talking to people, it actually helped them with tourism because it put them at the forefront so much that people were curious about the country if it really was that bad. Right. <laughs> and so they actually got like a little tourist bump out of him making fun of the country so much. Oh, yeah, I could believe that. Um. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, like he had, and then he had the um, the rap battle, which I didn't put, I don't think I put that on here. No. Uh, but he did a rap battle, like an underground rap battle, like Eight Mile. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed up as like, a, he's like this like uh, kind of liberal white dude. <laughs> 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 and he does a really good American accent. And the guy, the character he's like uh, portraying is is really, really good. And he actually he actually gets everybody behind him. Like he gets the crowd behind him. Like he's not really like rhyming, rhyming. And then he st- he drops this one line, and everybody goes, "Oh, 
<laughs> so does the crowd know or he no, is just No, I don't I, I like think I think the crowd doesn't know who he is. Really? They, he's like he's in a bunch of makeup and stuff like that. So he looks like a fat kind of guy, like fat balding guy. So I guess the makeup is that that believable where they can they can just uh suspend or they they don't even recognize that it's it's makeup. Um so do you know who so uh, something along those lines of like makeup and stuff that like changes people's look? Do you know who Zoe Deschanel is? Yeah. Um, someone posted a picture online on Instagram or something with her with her like bangs. If you think about like how she looked in New Girl, and then like she got rid of the bangs and her hair just like kind of flows back like normal. And someone's like, "This woman is completely unrecognizable without these bangs." Like now, <laughs> I uh, people didn't get that Clark Kent was. Uh, Superman with just swapping out the glasses, <laughs> but yeah. it, it isn't how like little you can do that that fully changes a person's look. When I shave my mustache off, everybody says that. They're really, like, you don't you don't even look like the same person. <laughs> like, All right, fuck off, dude. Like, <laughs> but this guy, I would never know it was him by looking at him. Like, if you pass me on the street, I wouldn't know who he is. I would, I would be able to recognize him. Like, I haven't watched enough of his stuff to recognize him. Oh man, he's gotten everybody. He's gotten like uh he got Trump back in the day. Oh, did he? Yeah, he he had an interview with Trump. I was like probably like 2004, 2003, 2004. But uh yeah, I I I just think uh he's just like he's like the just one of the great prank artists of our time. He's <laughs> like, very good. What like he does. 10 times better than Jamie Kennedy. Like Jamie Kennedy was in a like I think he was Jamie Kennedy was trying to imitate what he was doing. <laughs> And it just like it, he, this guy takes it to another level. Isn't Jamie Kennedy the guy who was in? Um, he had the Jamie Kennedy experiment. Yeah, but then he also had that movie where he's like a white guy, but he was rich and he would pretend like yeah, he was Malibu's a, most wanted. Malibu's most wanted. That's the only. That's the thing I really remember him of doing. <laughs> yeah, I remember the show. He was in uh, Boiler Room too. Oh yeah, he's the guy doing coke, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was Seth's friend. He's the one that got Seth to come out to JT Marlin. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where he he met him at the poker game. He took that he took that guy Greg to the poker game. Yeah. So uh, that's my top story. Uh, if you don't have anything else on it, we can we can go to your top story. No, yeah, we can jump over to mine. Um, so mine is the projected cost of Medicare for all. Um, so Bernie Sanders is out on the campaign trail and this is something that the Republican party has been talking about will be a major issue in 2020 is they'll be pushing the democratic party is going to be pushing Medicare for all. Yeah. And essentially socialized medicine. Yeah. Uh, but it's supposed to cost 32 trillion over 10 years, um, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's like 3 trillion a year or something like that with the article said. Yeah. Which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, is it going to save like, is it, I know it's projected to cost 32 trillion, but is it going to save as much as it's going to, uh, cost? Well, the government doesn't pay for it now. So, well, I think I they're gonna, well, I don't see how it could save the government. Like when they say that save thing, like I don't understand how it could save the government money. The government doesn't pay for that now. Like, like the overall cost, I guess. Don't they don't, I mean the consumer pays for it now, really. Right. I mean, they bring up those numbers, but, you know, with socialized medicine, all like innovation stops pretty much like nothing. No innovation comes out of 
Europe or Canada or anything like that in terms of medical innovation. So, you know, really, you're just going to kill everything that is innovative. And you really can't say that long term cost of, you know, will it save against this amount of money because you're just going to kill all innovation in it. You know, pretty much the healthcare you have today, the healthcare you pretty much have for the the rest of existence. You think the rich aren't going to invest still in like stem cell research and oh, well, see, that's, ways to extend their their life? That's another thing that I find interesting is it's like healthcare for all. So everyone else gets shitty healthcare, and the rich get um, healthcare to they get to be able to afford insurance to bypass this. And mm-hmm. that's the like I don't understand. Like that shouldn't be allowed at that point. Everyone should be in the system. So, um, do you know who Jim Jeffries is? Like, we'll uh, yeah, the the comic. Yeah, from, from Australia. Australia. Um, he was talking about going to the doctor when I think he was in London at the time, and you know, they were like I forget what he had done. He'd hurt himself, and they're like, "Yeah, it'll be like you know a month and a half for you to get your surgery, or if you use your private insurance, we can schedule you like next week." And it, I'm. I had no idea that they could buy private insurance. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? It's like, oh, the rich gets to just bypass it. Right, yeah. Middle class people. Today, you know, like, I broke my hand a while back. Um, uh, what do you call it? I. Uh, you fell on your wrist? No, so the one before where I cut the tendon in my middle finger on my left hand. Oh, God. I had uh, heard that and I couldn't move my finger. And so, you know, the emergency room booked me an appointment with um, a hand doctor and, you know, he squeezed me in cause they explained to him what, what the issue was. Like he didn't have a room for me. Like in the casting room is where he saw me and he's, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, he took, took like one look at it. He's like, yeah, we need to do surgery and, and we need to do it right away. And like, like it was a um, Tuesday and they like booked it the following Monday or something like that. Yeah. It might have been even faster. It might have been a Tuesday, and they were like, yeah, let's do this Friday or Saturday. No, they probably wouldn't do it Saturdays. You're all but hopped was, up on drugs. Can't even remember. <laughs> within a week, and it's like, I couldn't imagine in socialist, like in this type of Medicare for all, it would have been like, had I had to wait, I would have lost my finger. They would have had to cut my finger off. Holy because shit. Once the tendons kind of like form there, you can't put them back. And so it has to be done within like a week or so, or you can't do it at all. You can't, they can try, but it'll never function properly. Right. Right. That's what happens to, you know, that's what happens in these systems. Like in Canada, you wait months for one certain, um, like heart surgery or something like that. Um, yeah, heart surgery or, you know, any type of surgery, it takes months to get it. And people end up, you know, with permanent injuries because they waited so long. Yeah. Well, I know like people go like to different countries now to get healthcare. Like they'll go to like uh, Thailand or they'll go to Dominican Republic or something like that. A lot of Canadians come here, which is interesting. That's ironic because I think they'd be paying more here. They can't get the service there, though. Yeah. The uh, rich Canadians come over here. Yeah, I guess the rich Canadians come over here and they come down here. They actually, I think Florida is a big destination for it. And they come down here for surgeries and stuff because they for can butt lifts. better service. I mean, better like quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think this should, it shouldn't be like, uh, it should be state by state, but a state should have, have to implement some sort of, uh, um, system for themselves. Why? Uh, because the cost of healthcare is going to keep going up. Um, just the way we're doing it now is like, it's just not, it's not sustainable either way. If we do nothing and if we do something, um, 
or, or how it's currently set up. So I think I think just a plan needs to be come uh, formed, and then uh, and then we can fucking move on with our lives. I think we need to get the government out of it, and then we'll get better care because the medical. I know. Industry- well, the, the thing about how how the system was before was they could they could uh, prevent people from getting insurance because of pre-existing conditions and stuff like that. So the government did have to step in to regulate um, and say, you know, it's wrong to, to prevent somebody from getting insurance or like giving them an insurance premium that they can't afford uh, because they've had, you know, cancer or some, some other kind of ailment. Um, but had paying into the insurance all their, all, all their lives, they wouldn't have had that. Though. Yeah. But I mean that stuff hindsight's twenty twenty. But what are you going to do about this, you know, person with cancer now? Is, well, so that's, is really the, the answer. That's the, really, the question you get. I guess. So that's the thing. Like the government can kind of step in and say, "All right, you know, we're going to, um, what do you call it? We are going to um, help those who have who can't be insured today, you know. But going down the future, you're 18. You need to purchase health insurance. You know, you can't." drive around in your car for you know five years get in a car wreck and then call up the insurance company and go hey i need some insurance because so you're I saying can- it should be mandatory to buy health insurance no i'm not saying that. you just I'm- said that no, no i'm not saying <laughs> you that said when you're 18 you need to buy health insurance saying you need i'm not saying mandatory <laughs> <laughs> then how do you get people to buy it what i'm saying is today we're going to cover it because these people couldn't get it right uh-huh. then i'm later if you don't have it you die when you don't have an health insurance no that seems cruel and unusual i don't because i don't agree with that the 18 year old you can you I can don't, buy- i don't think you should there should be a, a death penalty for not purchasing health care and the doc the doctors who are uh you know taking care of these patients have uh uh, the Hippocratic Oath to take care of sick, you know, people. Actually, don't. Have you ever looked into that? Uh, I know they have to take an oath before they, you know, become medical doctors. Actually, technically, don't. It's actually really interesting if you research that oath and like the where it came from. Um, not every medical institution even used it into like the mid nineteen um, hundreds. Um, it's really interesting, and there's really no oath inside of it, like. In common usage, I think they have a moral responsibility to take care of people. I think they teach them that in school. Like, I think they're like uh, they're obligated to help people that are sick. That's that's why that's why people scream out, "Is there a doctor in the house if somebody's having a heart attack?" Right. I understand that. Like, that is a personal thing, though. But there's no oath or obligation to do it. It's really it's kind of interesting. Like, we generally think they do because of we call it the Hippocratic Oath, but. That it's actually technically not an oath, and if you look at the words, there's really no like real oath in it, and not every medical um, school actually uses it. It's really, really interesting. Um, Lisa didn't use it until the mid 1900s. Like it wasn't widely used until like the mid 1900s. I might be getting that date wrong, but it mm. was. You would think modern times, like it wasn't widely used. Um, it's only in the past like 20 or 30 years has it been kind of been used and not every medical institution uses it and nor is there really an oath inside of it when they recite it. It's really, it's really interesting. I forget. I wish I would have kept the article cause it was, um, really interesting. I stumbled upon it one day and I was like, wow, I didn't really realize this. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I guess it all depends on where you get your news from. <laughs> I guess, um, I forget where I stumbled upon it, but it was just very, very interesting. Because uh, it's something just in common thought that was like, yeah, they take an oath, and it, it's actually really not that. Have you talked to an actual doctor about this though? 
No, this was just an article. I forget where it was from. You should see if you can talk to an actual doctor and see if that's true. See if it's actually an oath they take. But yeah. it's like different from college to college. Like what they were saying is some colleges don't do it. Yeah, the shitty ones. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you don't you don't want those doctors. <laughs> those doctors that didn't take an oath. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I don't really, you know. But that's probably what? Dr. Kevorkian. <laughs> The reason I put this in there is this is going to be a big topic, or this is going to be a big issue for 2020. And 2018, right? No, they're going to hold it on the back for 2018. Like, they're kind of putting it out there, but with um, Elizabeth Warren, she kind of signaled that she was going to run. I guess she did something the other day um, that kind of looks like she might run for president. Um, I'm for not voting for her. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if she's running, this is going to, I mean, she's basically Bernie Sanders with a vagina. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a so way to she, describe somebody. I mean, essentially the same candidate. She's like a, an 80 year old woman who's probably accomplished and <laughs> <laughs> she's Bernie Sanders with the vagina. <laughs> oh man. Policy. I mean, if you look at it from policies and stuff like that, I mean, they're pretty much the same candidate, Uh huh. but it'll, you know, if she's running, this is going to be part of her platform. She's a nasty woman, right? She's uh, the, that's what they that that was making me uncomfortable during that. Yeah, I'm a nasty woman. <laughs> that was kind of a weird thing. I, I was like, yeah, I was like, why would you want to? Why would you embrace that? Like, well, out of all the things to embrace, like you're a nasty woman. The the right uh, embraced deplorables. Yeah, I guess they did. But that's they, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it's like yeah, we're deplorables. They had a t-shirts, you know, just another deplorable. <laughs> yeah, can't even fucking spell the word deplorable. <laughs> Anyways, the <laughs> uh, you want to talk about the next story or you, you got any more to add to healthcare? Nope. Um, what is this GXMRT? Is that just like some miscellaneous accidental note? I think that's an accidental. Yeah, you put I mean, that. That was you. I think you were accidentally because there was a couple in here like this next one, the Tesla thing. There's some extra letters in there. And then one of my one of our stories down or one of the stories down below got combined with another one. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, on to the next story, Tesla surfboards. Oh God. Yeah. The $1,500 surfboard made out of carbon fiber, right? Yeah. It's just weird that he's like, Hey guys. Yeah. This is, uh, things aren't going too well with me with my shareholders. Hey, here's a surfboard. <laughs> but people sold it sold out. Yeah. But there's people that are like fanboys of Tesla though. They yeah. have much money. Like if you had a hundred thousand dollars to be on a waiting list for a Tesla, like you just have stupid money. Yeah. You don't have you bought a car, but it's not ready yet. Right. You bought a car three years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking actually investing in Tesla stock. It re- it rebounded a little bit. It it it, uh, it went up like ten percent. I was thinking just like, if I had the money, if you put it in a thousand dollars in the Tesla stock, you would have got a hundred dollars back when it crashed. I don't know, but um, yeah. I mean, the carbon fiber surfboard is. It's like, I mean, I bought the the, fam- the flamethrower. Still fucking waiting on that. I'm just wondering how long this carbon fiber surfboard is going to take to come out. It's probably going to be like a year or two. You just make shit up and it's like, yeah, we'll sell this. We'll figure yeah. out how to it later. Right. Like, we'll figure out how to like move it. You probably, it'll probably be easier to make these and ship them out uh, compared to a flamethrower. There's like a bunch of like uh, odd rules and laws that he can't ship it through UPS and shit like that. So, um, so have they communicated anything about the uh, not a flamethrower? 
Yeah, man, they they're they're doing. They said they they're continuing to give them out over the uh, the summer. But they had some some uh, a pickup party at uh, DC. I think I'm not sure when it was, but it, it wasn't it wasn't for everybody, which I thought was odd. So I, I accidentally got an email saying that like, oh, the pickup parties in in DC, like you know, be prepared. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't even get an, a pre-invite to this, but it was like, it was it was invite only. But they sent it out to everybody. I I think they accidentally sent it out to everybody. I was I was, I was pissed off because I would have went to DC to to get it. I would just got it and then drove back. I don't know how they gave them out in DC. Like, you can't even own a handgun in DC. <laughs> That's and, why I don't know. I don't even know what happened. I didn't hear any news about it. That was the only thing I saw was was that email. They'd have to do it on a boat. And, and then I saw I saw some Reddit stuff that uh, people had gotten the invite to and had signed up for it. Like they actually got the invite initially to to register for the for the party. So I'm waiting for them to do like a Miami pickup party or something like that. Like I've been just like fucking waiting. It's fucking pain in the ass. You think you'll ever get them? Yeah, I will. But like, it'll be like fucking 2020 by the time I fucking get them. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, where, uh, 500 a piece. So you got a, you bought two of them, right? Yeah. So you got a thousand bucks tied up in that. Yeah. Essentially. Until I get them. Yeah. Until you, you get them, but I wouldn't like, say tied up per se. I mean, they're just like, they're just items I'm waiting on. You don't have your fucking product. Yeah. I don't have it yet. You gave them money and they haven't given you a product yet. Correct. So that's tied up. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I'm I'm waiting. Hopefully they'll be out by in the next like. I I don't see it going. I don't see see them getting them to everybody by the end of the summer. I doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't see it happening. They better not fucking deliver like while we're out on the cruise like deliver him like. Oh, <laughs> sorry. We- <laughs> And you have to wait like you I, have to do a claim or something. <laughs> yeah, I have to like wait another fucking three months or something. Oh, that would suck so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I Fuck hope you it. don't look at email while you're out there. <laughs> yeah, like I, I should I mean I'm I probably will check just email, but I I don't think they're probably I, I hope they don't do a pickup party while I'm gone. I'm gonna be so pissed off. <laughs> um I was thinking they should just do one in Florida. I mean like Orlando's gotta be a good place to do one. Um Especially because you have a free place to stay. <laughs> well, not not only that, but I think you know Florida is a little bit more liberal on those those laws on weapons. Yeah, that's true. It's Florida. <laughs> yeah, you can use a fucking gator as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> there's um there's this what do you call it about uh, Joe Rogan has this um, bit about Texas and he said that there's um what do you got there's more uh tigers in private collections in texas than there are in all the world wow is that true i i I mean i don't think he would put it in in his act if it wasn't true like i think he would just get too much shit for it if it wasn't but he was like you know a bunch of texans went and looked at the at the rule book and they're like you know the rule book in texas is like three fucking pages long (laughs) and and he does this little thing he's like flipping through it yeah man don't say shit about tigers we can have a tiger (laughs) (laughs) that's that is crazy so i guess i mean like people can actually just start breeding tigers in in texas own a tiger that's they're not desert animals though right so i mean they can't really go out in the wild 
Yeah, but the, there's a. Um, I th- I'm sure there's a lot of area like not, not a. Uh, it's only West Texas that's deserty. Yeah, it's the the rest of Texas isn't. I remember it being really humid in Dallas. Yeah, I think it is. It was like it was like un, unusually humid. I thought it'd be like yeah, I thought it'd be like well, like Vegas or something like that. I think that's just West Texas. That's yeah. very um like deserty when you get closer to New Mexico and shit. Right, right. All right. Um so yeah, I mean I guess they sell they sold out in fucking day. Fucking a Tesla knows how to move a product. Yeah. I mean our our or Elon Musk does. Yeah, he just does not a manufacture one. Right. He does not he he has the idea and he can sell it, but he just can't fucking get it to the customer. <laughs> Which is pretty much Tesla right now. <laughs> right. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I don't know. Elon don't know. Musk, he's... A, he's He gets a lot of hate for, I don't know, for... He's just trying to be innovative. I can, I understand it, but yeah, he does He does have to execute a little better. Yeah. I mean, you can only be innovative, like throw ideas out there for so long, and eventually it's like... Because a lot of their stock price, I was talking to a friend, is like, they're losing a lot of money every day. And he's like, I don't know how their stock price is holding on to this for so long. He's like, there's only so long that like you can um, invest in a company on the basis that like they will be profitable because this product is awesome and it's going to sell a whole bunch. He's like, at what point does this come crashing down? Yeah. They were saying he tried to try to, he was saying he tried to automate a lot of building of the cars. And, and that was a, that was the problem is like they were, they didn't program the bots correctly just fucked everything up and delayed a bunch of shit. Which doesn't give a lot of uh, confidence in the cars that he's producing. Right, yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> Not for $100,000. You can't uh, program the robots that are making it properly. You can't know. get people in fucking India to hand make them for $100,000 a piece? <laughs> it can't be that difficult to get uh, to find some people to manufacture these cars. Is it, is, he, is it trying to be like American produced or something like that? What? What's up? Uh, no, sorry, my um, my mouth stopped working. My mouth stopped working. Mouth stopped working. Do carbon fiber surfboards even work? Um, that's what they're made out of. It's carbon fiber. Is it really? Mm-hmm. No way. Like actual real surfboards are made out of carbon fiber. Yeah, and then like, well, they're like they they're layers. Um, I think. Well, no, maybe they're not. Then I don't think they're made out of a carbon fiber. I was watching something on TV one time of a guy making it or on YouTube and it was actually a really cool process. Like they, it's multiple layers that they lay down and then they're glued together and then they kind of shave it into the shape of the surfboard. Mm. It's pretty cool though. Yeah. Come a long way from wooden surfboards. Yeah, this was true. Um, let's talk about the next topic then. Um, walkies, walkies, um, Senate Democrat floats serious proposals for regulating big tech. Boom. I read this and uh, it was very fucking confusing. <laughs> Why? Because I'm just like, what the fuck are they doing? I mean, they're just trying to copy the the European model, right? What is what is what is that uh, law in Europe? Oh, that ridiculous law that like everyone had to update their terms of use. So every time you went to a website, it's like accept our new terms of use. Can we steal your data? Yes, you can. <laughs> I don't know. This is like, to me, this is where all the stuff with Facebook and everything was going. It's just they want to regulate. They want to. They want to tell you what you can and cannot put up on the internet. You know. They, I'm kind of cool with them, like telling, like making it transparent what, what's going on in the back end of like you know how much these companies are getting from selling your data. 
Like that's kind of interesting. Like you're giving them kind of free, free product and you're not getting anything back in exchange for that. You're getting a free product in, in exchange though. Like, uh, at, not necessarily. Look at Google. Everything they give out is pretty much free. Facebook, you're using that thing to communicate. Right, with but people. they're tracking everything you're doing. Yeah, but that's the. So it's not really free. It's only free. It'd be free if, like, they, you know, didn't didn't steal your data. There's a trade-off, absolutely. Right. So it's not free. Nothing's free. It's not free. Obviously, it's not free. But they're providing you a service, and you're providing them a service. Like, there's really no difference between that and cash. Like, would you use Facebook if it was ten dollars a month? Fuck no. I wouldn't even use Google if it was ten dollars a month. If Google was ten dollars a month, would you use it? No. It'd have to come with my internet subscription. But right now, Google uses all your search history to generate, you know, uh, ads and sell to, sell to you know Macy's or some shit like that. You get free Google essentially, though. You know, free Google. Well, I don't even use Google anymore, really. I use what it at work. It? I use it at work for you know. What do you use? Do you Bing things? Uh, I don't know Yahoo or whatever, whatever I fucking want. Yahoo. What was this? 1998. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about Google that's like a very creepy big brother about it. Um, and it's starting to freak me out a little bit. I, I have Gmail though. I have Gmail and YouTube, so they're tracking me that way. YouTube's probably the only Google service I use. Yeah, but they have. Uh, you use YouTube. That's why I said YouTube is the only Google service I use. Oh, so you, uh, yeah, you use fucking Bing. I don't know how you, how you get by. You're using Yahoo. You're one to talk. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. You realize I mean, the. I Google Bing stuff at work. Like when I'm at work, I use Google. But the, the, the Yahoo search engine is actually Bing. Wow. That's interesting. They're using it. it um, it's weird because the search results used to be very similar. Um, I think they're both using the same engine. Nice. Um, so, but. I want the government to stay the fuck away from regulating the internet. So, yeah, it was getting kind of like it's getting kind of odd when they they're gonna start regulating the internet. There's like they're gonna make everybody sign something that when you get on the internet, nothing is private. Like everything's public. Uh, they said they said that uh, domain purchases though would would be private in this law. Would or wouldn't? Would be, which they're they're currently public now. Mm. So I think that should remain public. I don't know, man. The internet just needs to go back to the way it was. We need to fucking get rid of all these damn bots pissing everybody off. Um, what do you call it? Uh, what's interesting is like I was reading something a long time ago and it was like, you know, 20 years from now, you'll be telling your kids about the golden ages of the internet, you know? Well, I'm sure people tell it. I mean, people are always talking about like war dialing and shit like that, like all the older guys and yeah, but the internet will be very different, you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I mean, I, I wonder if it's, I mean, is, is it less transparency we're going to get or is it just going to be more of an, an an even exchange with the customer and the, the sites that they're using? Because right now, I mean, like, yeah, like I said, they're just selling your data. Like you have no idea what, what how much money they're getting on the back end of that. Um, if you could get some, if you like, if you get money, if you're just like, all right, I'll, I'll sell you my data. Like you, you have control of your data. Like they don't have control of your data. You know what I mean? Stop using their service. That's all you have to do. I mean, yeah, that, or you're getting the exchange already. Like you own your data and you are using their service 
And what they get out of it is getting your data, though. Like, right, but they can sell it, which is like I don't think they, I don't think other stuff can do that, right? But there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to sell that. Why not? Because you gave it to them voluntarily. Well, that's you didn't really give it to them voluntarily. It's kind of acqui- it was it was acquired via kind of like uh, underhanded practices. Like I don't, I think I, it, you don't get like the flash that says we're going to sell your data if you use this site. Like that doesn't happen. That's I think that's what this law is gonna gonna try to enact to say like all right you're using the site here's what we're gonna do with your data and not just a not just a privacy policy. Either so, way, I don't think government regulating anything on the internet. I don't. Know, if I get thirty cents every fucking time I use Google, I'll fucking I'll use Google. Google won't exist. I, I use Google a lot. Google Google has has like a a fucking clone of everybody now. <laughs> Did you hear that? They're like people are like uploading like like their their uh, uh, genetic records or something like that. Or Google's like taking their genetic records and and you like uploading them to some fucking database or something like that. That's crazy. Like the I think it's like the twenty three and Me like ancestry like all that stuff is like in Google's like data now. I think I remember hearing like they got purchased by like the parent company of like right. they were by Al- Al- Alphabet or something. Right. So it's like it's just it's fucking insane like what Google what the power that Google has now like all the information Google has now. Um, That's why I don't use them. I don't think you can help not using them because you don't know what what search engines on the back end or Google and you know like you said Yahoo is Bing like how do you know what others you always see the sites like the. Um, like uh, universities, like their back end is always Google. Yeah, like powered by Google. And their their email system is Gmail. Yeah, Costco uses Gmail. Yeah. So it's like you can't really avoid Google's kind of infiltrated a lot of a lot of different stuff. And then aren't they working on like facial recognition software too? I know Amazon was doing it, but I think Google's like trying to work on it now too, right? Um, facial. Oh. I don't remember which one was using that. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, they're creating the self-driving car. They're just doing, they're doing a lot of, a lot of stuff. That's just going to be like, it's going to be really, really, really weird. The future. Not looking forward to it. <laughs> I love how you ended. I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Not oh, interested that- at all. Yeah. Can we just stay right here? Like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to fucking move to some fucking Island, like off of the, coast of New Zealand or some shit like that. <laughs> Nobody's there. Nobody will bother me. When the aliens come, they're going to go right to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to have fun over here in New Zealand. <laughs> um, <laughs> States. The Let's talk about uh, what's... I want to talk about Apple before we go into talking about fucking Facebook. Yeah. Well, we can we can skip that one, actually. Yeah, I mean, like, Facebook is, like, fucking all over the place now. Like, I, I just don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's just, right. it's old. It's old news. You want to do Apple before we go into LeBron stuff? Yeah, let's talk about Apple. All right. So, go Apple's the first company to make it over a trillion-dollar valuation. I don't know how they did this. They, they've really snuck up from behind on this one. There's a, there was a picture on uh, Instagram, and it was a picture of, like, 20 of their um, adapter cables and it said this is how you become a tw- uh, 1 billion dollar corporation. <laughs> <laughs> they beat they beat Microsoft to this, right? 
They're um, the first yeah. ones. Yeah, they beat Microsoft. And I don't understand how they did it, though. Like, I thought Apple wasn't doing that well. Um, I don't know. Because uh, they have such, like, I mean, the iPhone, it's really the iPhone is what it's got to be. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they said that is, uh, I was reading one article about it when it first popped up online and it was like, you know, they've rode the iPhone to that $1 trillion value, but like beyond the iPhone, they really don't have anything else. I mean, they have the iPad people, people like the iPad, but that's uh tablet sales have been slowing. Yeah, I can imagine they're useless. I don't, I don't like tablets at all, but I, I think the phones compensate for that. Like if I have a phone, I, I don't need a tablet in my opinion. That's- I still like the tablet. Um, and when the fold-out phones come out, or like the double screen, then I'll feel that way about my phone. But like right now, the screen on my phone is too small. Yeah, I don't do enough like, uh, you know, like the hand, like, you know, what is it? The um, transcribing, the writing, the writing to like digital stuff or like drawing. I'd, I'd really get into the drawing stuff if I had just more time, but I, I just don't have fucking time to do that. So and I, I don't need a device that does that. Um, have you tried the drawing on an iPad? No, but, I, ha- I haven't done that yet. I do. I think I'd use the surface though, right? The surface like works a lot, lot better. No, actually. Well, I don't know. I haven't tried a, a new surface. So my surface three works okay, but it doesn't work like spectacular. Uh-huh. Uh, I tried the pencil on a friend's iPad pro. He has a 12 inch iPad pro and it actually writes really, really well. I was very shocked at how well it recorded the writing and, um, he had put this, um, screen cover on it, the screen protector that had like a, a little bit of a grip to it. Um, not grip, but like it had some, I don't know how to describe it, but anyway, it made it f- like, instead of like writing on glass, you know, like it didn't give you the feel that you're writing on glass. It kind of had some, I don't know how to say it, but it was actually, it's, I was very impressed with it. Um, and like, I, I could see myself actually using something similar like that as a replacement for a notebook window. Yeah. And it's cool how it just yeah it maps it maps your writing to actual digital letters. Even that, like, I think at some point you'll be able to just write digitally, and it's just you know like into OneNote or into whatever note taking application you have. Then that's uploaded just, into the cloud, and then they sell it to somebody. So negative on the cloud. I fucking hate Google, the cloud, all these fucking people that are putting all your fucking data. And this one place, mining it, selling it. It's fucking bullshit. Wait till they, um, the, you know how they're all moving to like the Apple Pay and all that stuff? Oh, that's scary. I, I don't want to put my credit cards on in any of that shit. So wait till you go, like, say you got something off, off the internet and you didn't pay for it. So like you try to bootleg it. You're going to put it on a device and it's going to go, by the way, we didn't see that you paid for this. Would you like to charge your card for it? <laughs> It's going to do that to you, and you're going to be like, no, and it's going to delete. It's going to lock the player, yeah, that you're using. Right. It's well, that's why, uh, that's why uh, open source like products are always going to be around. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be, unless they, like, prevent open source products from operating on these, like, platforms, I, they're never going to be able to lock down piracy. You know, um, actually, Mozilla tried to uh, release a phone a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to do a fire uh, fire phone. No, that was Amazon. I, I, think, they, I think that sounds that does sound kind of familiar. Um, I think that might have been Amazon. They were trying to do. I the think fire. no. I, I think Amazon is actually gonna gonna try to release a phone coming up. Yeah, saw that too. That they were gonna try to try for the phone again because they did. They had a fire phone 
Um, but Mozilla wasn't working on a phone. They were working on an OS for a phone. Oh. So they were make an open source OS to where you can put it on any phone that you had. Um, I don't know if they continued on it or not, but it would, it would have been really interesting to like buy a phone and kind of how you do today. It was like, oh, I don't want Windows on here. No. And then, you know, erase Windows and throw Linux on there if that's what you want to use. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to do that with phones. It was like, all right, I'm just going to buy this LG phone and put this open source OS on it because I like it better. I thought you can do that with Android a little bit. I mean, I know I know the phones come with usually their own uh, flavor of uh, Android, but um, I thought you could like like install any uh, any Android OS you want to. I don't think it's like fully supported though like there could be devices in it that it can't find and stuff you well, know that's like, like any linux anything yeah that's true but i almost think like mozilla was trying to like get around that to make it more user-friendly for the concept yeah um okay let's talk about uh i got hw's uh doctor murdered i know i talked about that a little bit um we can skip that I just think that was interesting. Like he just fucking his cardiologist just gets randomly murdered. Yeah, that is weird. I wonder if that was like <laughs> from running the CIA. Like somebody had a vendetta against him. I don't. How would somebody have a vendetta against a, a cardiologist? No, against Bush as cardiologist. Oh, you think? So? Oh, so you think like somebody's vendetta against George H. W. Bush took out his cardiologist? I guess I don't know. Um, it's just weird that somebody would like yeah assassinate a cardiologist. And the guy was like just random like i don't i don't think there was any i think they're still searching for like ties it's like <laughs> fucking is, weird dude that one's weird yeah i feel like there's more to that story that we're we're gonna find out later or never find out i, I they need to they're probably it's probably gonna be a whole conspiracy theory built up around that i don't know always <laughs> yeah it's just fucking weird i thought it was weird uh let's talk about this race to download a 3d printed gun all right i thought this was like uh insane <laughs> well i thought uh, considering that it's been out for like years like it's been out since like 20 like 12 or something like that right or 2013 long time yeah like that the 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 blueprints like uh have been around forever and i think i had them at one point i for i don't even i don't know what i did with them I, I think I might still have them on a hard drive or something somewhere. It might be on my OneDrive. It was just like a CAD drawing or something like that. So, but th- this guy was distributing. He wasn't distributing that one. He was distributing um, other prints too. So he was going to the patent office and getting um, the blueprints for AR-15s and other weapons. Oh so yeah, this is, so this guy's just being a dick. Why is why is that being a dick? Well, I mean, like just giving. You're just making it accessible to me. It's incredibly easy to download a gun and 3D print it. I don't know. That's just like, in my opinion, it's just like very, I don't know, it's dangerous. Freedom at its at its finest. Yeah, there's definitely freedom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. There's going to be a lot to this because, I mean, we're just at the beginning of the debate. Oh, dude, yeah. And then sneaking them through airports and shit like that. Like, there's just like a bunch of... To create a undetectable weapon. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's... How is it not... Can you fire a plastic bullet? Uh, no, you can't fire a plastic bullet. Well, the plastic guns have bullet... Comp- have metal components. 
Well, yeah, so, like the hammer or something like that is metal or something like that, right? Yeah, and I think the barrel might be or something like that. Yeah, uh, so there's like there's like you can't you can't sneak a hole. I mean, apart it looks it looks kind of undetectable, but I think together is where it becomes dangerous. But would you really need to transport the gun? You just get on site and then build your gun. Right. You, should bring, <laughs> you, you can get a 3D printer shipped with you. <laughs> right. Well, if there's a 3D printer that you could just rent and bring your own stuff, like if well, they, they, like they, do they have? Does Kinkos have 3D printing now? I don't think so. I mean, it's still like very expensive. It's very new. I mean, yeah. But I'm sure they will at some point. Like CD burners used to be, you know, eight hundred dollars when they first came out. Right. It's, yeah. And, and now like no one even wants one because it's like fuck who uses a cd anymore i don't even have it like i don't own anything think, but what well, if you like build a gun and just melt it down after you're done using it um i guess you could do that now actually can you i mean if you have a furnace hot enough to melt the metal i know yeah. but it's got to be easier to melt plastic well absolutely yeah it's easier to melt plastic yeah you could do that with a lighter i think uh, I think you'd have at least have a decent fire because it's I mean it's pretty thick plastic. Right, right. Um, but yeah, this, I just it sounds fucked up, dude. It sounds like it's gonna create a lot of I don't know just fucking assassinations and shit like that. Like this is like a movie waiting to happen. <laughs> the plastic gun, like the gun. <laughs> it's called the plastic gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what's gonna be the movie. Just people just like like creating like these three D printing guns and just killing their spouses and melting the guns down. So this guy, yeah, you have a melted gun over here. What'd you do with it? (laughs) Tom Cruise has to come in and save the world from plastic guns. The man with the 3D gun. The man with the 3D gun. (laughs) (laughs) Bond film, (laughs) starring Tom Cruise and Daniel Craig. Um, is a villain in James Bond. Who was? They should put Tom Cruise as a villain in James Bond, and then they should use Daniel Craig as a villain in uh, Mission Impossible. Doesn't he be- have something in his like contract, like his like? I think the roles he picks, he's like never a villain. Tom Cruise? Yeah, has he ever played a villain? Um, I can't no. think. I, I know. I think I know. More than the Fourth of July, he played kind of like a, a a broken soldier, like from Vietnam. But I mean, other than that. He was in that uh, where he was like fat and bald. Um, I forget what movie. Oh was. yeah, he, that was uh, Tropic Thunder. Right, but he wasn't really a bad guy. He was just kind of like qu- morally questionable. He was like, a pompous he, ass. Yeah, um, but you're right. I've, he's never played a bad guy, has he? No, uh, he's 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 never really stretched his range. Um, no, yeah, I think he, I mean he's done a couple like the movie like Eyes Wide Shut and stuff like that where he's not like a an action hero. Um, and uh, Vanilla Sky, I, I I like that movie a lot. I never saw that. Yeah, I thought that was a uh, that was a good movie back in the day. I I don't know how I'd feel watching it again. Um, so yeah, uh, thirty guns. I I don't know. That's an open uh, open debate. Jury's still out on that one. Although yeah. I I support the idea of making sure that the public has access to firearms. <laughs> Legitimate firearms. Shall not be infringed. So. Well, I don't, I don't think those are legitimate firearms. I don't think because you, you can't regu- you can't regulate that. How do you regulate that? Just because you can't regulate it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. I feel like it should. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's uh, that's it. It's an open debate. Let's move on. Let's talk about LeBron. Let's talk about LeBron. Uh, so, uh, 
I guess I don't know. Do you want to give the backstory? Because I I think I kind of know it, but I don't know. Just give a just give a backstory. What what well, you what so, you see? What you're seeing? So I put this in in the beginning of the week. I think it might have been Monday or Tuesday. And uh, so the first story I just thought was interesting with something he said in it. Um, that at the end he was talking to uh, Don Lemon. Um, and was it, it was Don Lemon? Right? Yeah, it was Don Lemon at CNN. And so I found it interesting that he said he wouldn't sit down with Trump. And I feel it's interesting that the left is allowed to say things like that because had anybody said that about President Obama, they would have been labeled a racist. Well, they did. Uh, they didn't sit down. With <laughs> I think they did say that, though. Like they were saying that during during uh, Obama's tenure. But they wouldn't have just glossed over it. They would have been. No, it was like everything Obama does. We have to oppose it. I think they said that doesn't mean that you wouldn't sit down with him. It does kind of mean that you're not willing to compromise. Yeah, but th- that's not. What the- <laughs> I mean, what's the point in sitting some- down with somebody if you're not going to come to an agreement? It just sounds like they're they're just never going to come to an agreement. Which is fine, but the idea that <laughs> which you- is fine, <laughs> it's fine that you never come to agreement. Just because you're in government and just because you have different views doesn't mean you have to agree on stuff. I uh, y- you have to compromise at some point, though. Right, but compromising you don't have to compromise your principles. If you believe something that is should be one way, there's no reason that you should have to give up ground. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying is like it's stuff that is never going to get done that way. They, that's the way it used to get done is they would compromise. They would compromise. but that's, like, how, where, that's how it's been done up until recently, like the last like 10 years. But where was ever President Obama compromising? Like he would never give compromises. He'd always dictate something and then be like, well, if you don't compromise with me or you don't come to the table, then, you know, you're uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, you're uncompromised. I can't work with you. And it's like, well, what were you giving up? I think yeah. that only happened like once or twice, like in his presidency with like healthcare and uh, a couple other things. I mean, the stuff that he's like Trump is proposing now, like is stuff Obama proposed in his eight years. Like what? Uh, like the infrastructure plan. Which I'm not the biggest fan of, <laughs> but, but everybody loves it now that, it, that it's not Obama presenting it. Oh yeah. That part. Yeah. That really pissed me off. Like that 1.2 trillion. Um, I remember that because it's like, no, no, we oppose this assholes. Like if, if you have a plan to pay for it, that doesn't just involve putting it back in the credit card. I'm all for it. You know, the government can spend as much money as it has, but it needs to stop money spending money. It doesn't have, but we digress. I'm just saying that they did say this kind of stuff too, during his tenure, not in the way he said it. Though. I found it. Interesting. No, it's the way he said it. It's not, it's not the, it's not the meaning behind what he says. It's how he said it. No, no, no. What I'm saying is he is not a lawmaker. He is just a, a private citizen saying that I would never sit down with Trump. Had a private citizen said I would not would not sit down with President Obama, they would be labeled a racist. Well, I think there were people saying that, though. Like Ted Nugent was like very, very anti-Obama. He was labeled a racist. Yeah, he That's was. I, but he weird. did. He's, he said a lot of like cryptic stuff, though. He's like wanted to chop his head off or something like that. Like. Didn't he say he said like that kind of shit? He actually had the the Secret Service show up to his his house. Yeah. So I mean that's I mean that's not that's not good as a private citizen saying that. That it's weird that he can say that and no one says well that's kind of like, you know, know how to say it but it's just weird that I think he's just I think it's a bad PR move to sit down Trump (laughs) like at this point I don't think he can sit down Trump. the double standard. I, but I'm saying he can sit down with Melania. Melania said she wanted to come to his his I Promise school. 
Yeah, so we can move on to that part of it. Yeah, so, I mean, well, like, what, I guess the tweet, let's talk about the tweet, what Trump said, was he said, Don Lemon, the dumbest man, is interviewing LeBron James and making him look smart, which is hard to do. I am yes. an MJ fan. <laughs> I like Mike, he said. <laughs> yeah, I like Mike, something like that, yeah. So, like, I thought, uh, I thought, yeah, yeah they, they said, I guess immediately it was taken as, like, uh, oh, uh, he's uh being racially insensitive or something like that or racist by by uh, demeaning lebron's intelligence um i thought that was a little bit far i think mean, i know it was like it, it might have been a dog whistle to some people you know like the alt-right or something like that but i mean it's just an insult i mean trump's just full of insults he called the rosie o'donnell a pig i mean i don't think there's anything i think he's just like lashing out yeah. more than anything and that's that's the only way he knows how to do it, is the old school way is like like make fun of somebody but I mean, I don't know. I thought he, I thought he made himself look very silly by by doing this because not only did he not get any backup from anybody, but his wife said she wants to visit LeBron at his new school. His wife's like, no, no, I like LeBron. What no, LeBron's cool. I, I, uh, I'm gonna go visit him. I have a meeting with him later. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if if uh, LeBron has even. I was thinking earlier, like. It's since it's a public school, I believe it. No, is it a private school? I guess it's a private school. Let's get about this part because I didn't read this part, but is it a private or is it public? I thought it was a public. It says public elementary school in, yeah, the, in the title. If he's putting all this money into it, how is it public then? Like, yeah, that's like, I don't know. It's kind of like a hybrid. Maybe it's like a charter school or something like that. Which I absolutely love this because he's just going to become the poster child for school choice. Yeah. Uh, which is absolutely awesome. So that when we run... When the Republicans need to run school choice ads and Democrats are blocking it, we can just say, well, look at how great it worked. With LeBron, LeBron did it. <laughs> look how great it's working. Like when you have choice, you have a great school. Like, you know, I think that I think that's why all these like things have public school in them because they're afraid like they want him to do it. But it's like, oh, we don't want this to look like, um, you know, school choice. Right. Yeah. Like it's kind of like it's put in another package, but it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, launch a public elementary school he co-founded. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that wouldn't make it a public elementary school. Right, because it was like some of his money is like tied up in it. And then like a lot of the stuff coming out of it too is like everyone gets a bike and a helmet or something. Like, there was a few things like if you go to the school, you get... Oh, yeah, they get a ton of stuff and the parents get like... There's GED programs for the parents. They have job placement. They have... uh, um, Oh, they have free college. Like a pantry or something like that they can all go into like a food pantry. Um, so, I mean, I, I thought it was awesome. And then like, if the kids graduate, they get a free ride to college. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I thought it's like, awesome. he's like giving fucking shit out, man. Like I wish I'd, I'd gone to the school. Um, my only thing is like, I, I guess, I don't know. I, it, it remains to see like how the education is going to be when they, you know, they get to college, like how they do in high school versus how they do in college. So, um, I think, I think I, I'm pretty hopeful. I mean, I think they can do a pretty good job. College is like bullshit now anyways. But I think they'll be better prepared. Yeah. Um, like that. that's one thing about um, one of the arguments against uh, what is that uh, program that um, uh, what is it that where you get a no child left behind or something like that? No, where you get into college based on your race instead of um, uh, is it, that's not affirmative action, right? Affirmative action, yeah. That was one of the arguments based on affirmative action because they were seeing, um, like, numbers-wise, uh, minority kids were not doing well in colleges 
Um, and they were saying that they were being accepted into colleges that they weren't really prepared to go to because yeah. they got good grades in the school they were in, but that school wasn't at a level that was preparing them to go to Harvard or Stanford or wherever. And had they gone to a public college or something like that, they would have done much better. And a lot of them end up dropping out completely instead of just saying, like, I wasn't ready for Stanford, but I am ready for you know, UCF or something like that. And, you know, they would have been much success, much more successful, finished their degree, gotten a job and everything. So, yeah, like hopefully the school is going to be at the level that it's preparing people to go to those colleges. Right. I'm sure he's getting like the top of the line teachers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if LeBron's tied to it, I'm sure he's getting like the best of the best of the best, which just keeps promoting that school choice thing, man. Yeah. Like if you if you have like a major like superstar behind your school like that's like it's it's a win win for everybody. I wonder where he wants to go with this. If it's just one school or he wants to continue going. Yeah, you're just gonna see a bunch of LeBron James like schools popping up. Yeah, <laughs> he's just gonna run our school system. <laughs> yeah, he's like the only like <laughs> it's gonna be a heavy PE influence. Like <laughs> it's only to like raise like superstar athletes. <laughs> Like you have to be able to dunk in the eighth grade or you can't get into the school. I'm sorry, Jimmy. You're just not making the uh, team here. We got to let you go. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting a uh, you're getting a B in gym. Uh, it's looking really bad. I don't, um, think, I don't think you're going to make the cut. <laughs> talking about school, can we transition to the parents paying Fortnite tutors? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. I mean, I don't I just thought this was stupid. I mean, like this can't be a real thing. No, this is a real thing. $20 an hour to help their children with, with Fortnite. I guess it's such a a social thing at school that kids are getting depressed that they're not good enough at playing a game and can't keep up with their friends. So parents are – then they're getting depressed because of that. So parents are paying tutors to help that get their level up so they can keep up with their friends playing. This is the funniest fucking thing in the world. Like This is ridiculous. <laughs> kids can't be depressed anymore. Like It's like everybody has to be happy all the fucking time. Right. Or like you can't just be or you can't work hard enough to build your skill up. Right. It's just like fucking figure it out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This is just it's I don't know. It's another everybody gets a fucking trophy kind of thing. I wonder if it's even helping the kids play. They probably just suck at games in general. Yeah. That's that's why they have to pay a tutor to help them out. I'm not good at video. I wasn't good at video games. That's why I was like, all right, you know, like it would give me an hour's worth of entertainment. And after that, I was like, yeah, I'm not really into this anymore, you know, and so I walk away and I'm like I just stopped hanging out with kids that were like their entire life revolved around a video game I'm just like yeah that's not what I'm doing I'll go talk to these people now nah, I just got better I just got better at the video game I just didn't care though like it only kept my attention for like an hour or so and then I was just like alright fuck this I'm dude we had just some epic epic like matches on Smash Brothers Ugh, those are like those are like the best night we would stay up from like we I'd get over to my friend's house at like 10 or 11 and we'd just play till like 6 o'clock in the morning or something like that I just said I did. I did probably like in the group settings, like Goldeneye and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I did play uh, some of that s- stuff in a group setting for long periods of time. But like even Goldeneye, which was like my favorite video game ever, um, I could I play it for a few hours, but like I wouldn't sit there all day by myself playing it. Oh, dude, yeah, there are games I, I Tekken I would play by myself, hours oh. Street Fighter, and then I go play with my friends for hours. So it was like I don't know. There's certain games that I'm I'm like addicted to. Tetris, Tetris isn't one of them. Uh, Do you ever play Age of Empires? No, no. My dad was kind of into those games. I was never was really into those kind of games. 
that was big when I was in uh, high school. We would all like bring our computers into my last like senior year. I was in a dorm for a few years and or for a few months and so like in the dorm on like saturday or sunday we'd all bring our computers into one person's room and we'd have this like shitty little hub it wasn't <laughs> a hub. and so if we got more than four people everything would just crawl <laughs> <laughs> that's a land party right like a good old-fashioned land party an old-fashioned land party but like the school had like old hubs that i like took back to the to the dorm and it was just hilarious because like we had just too many people plugged into it. <laughs> but we played that for hours, like yeah, like I don't know, yeah. Certain video games are really, really fun. Um, let's talk. Let's let's burn through these other topics. Um, I don't know what this means. Feinstein's personal driver of twenty years was a Chinese spy. Um, Diane so, Feinstein. Yeah. So the senator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love no how you just, fucking way. So like the FBI, this happened like five years ago, but she didn't tell her staff. Uh-huh. Uh, but I guess Feinstein's, uh, he was her driver, but he was also like in on meetings. And then he was like her liaison liaison to um, uh, to the like the Chinese uh, embassy or consulate or something like that. Like <laughs> she needed to do anything you know, with the Chinese people, I guess, um, it was part of it. And the FBI like informed her five years ago that like, yeah, he was a spy. Oh shit. She ended up like firing him, but he like, he worked around the office, did kind of just like odd jobs and things like that when he wasn't driving her around. But he was giving that Intel back to China. Yeah. He was a Chinese spy. I mean, so they didn't, they never caught him and arrested him. I think they caught him and arrested him, but I mean, I guess there's really nothing that they can arrest him for. I mean, espionage or treason or some shit like that. I don't know. Well, he's not a, if treason, if he's not a U.S. citizen, you can't be charged with treason. Um, you can only be treasonous against a country that you're part of. Right. But, Maybe he was a part of, he's a U.S. citizen though, right? Um, I don't know. He might not have been. Hold I would on. think he would have had to get citizenship. Well, no, she would probably jump at the, or top. fake his citizenship. Well, you don't have to have citizenship, but you you could have like a permanent residence. I don't think he was a Chinese immigrant, though. I mean, I mean, obviously an immigrant, but I don't think he was like a non-citizen. I don't know. I just it doesn't make any sense that he was a green holder, green card holder the whole time. Um, yeah, but that, just because you work here, work in another country, doesn't mean you have to give up your citizen of the other country. I know that, but they usually do. Yeah, but what if you didn't want to? Like, would you want your America is amazing. If you like move to another country, would you want to give up your American citizenship? <sighs> no, there's no others. Uh, maybe Britain. I don't know. Fuck that. I wouldn't be part of Britain. Uh, God save the queen. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> it's like, do I have my citizenship now? <laughs> only if they knighted me. That's the only, that's the only uh, part of the test is you have to say, God save the queen. <laughs> Congratulations, you're a citizen now. <laughs> and then you have to make some tea for everybody. <laughs> Here's a pint. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, crumpets! Oh, that's a shame. It doesn't. It doesn't say. Really yeah, like who's the, who's the guy? Was it Jet Li? That was the guy's name, right? Jet Li. Where? The guy. The guy that did the movies. Jet Li. It's Jet Li, right? Yeah, well, I mean, they're never going to post enough information on this because I mean, it's a Democrat, so they're never going to like. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, they're notorious for hiding stuff 
Well, no, I mean the media. Like the media is not going to report on something bad for a Democrat. Especially, just, a I guess this is kind of bad. Yeah, it's like a, a huge. Um, well, I mean, you got that Russian, the Russian broad that's uh, got arrested recently for like infiltrating the NRA. Right, but she was Russian. Like they're not going to like. Had she been working for a Democratic senator or something like that, they they would have squashed that story. Right. Yeah. Like. This is on the Daily Wire, which is a right-wing news, and it's not a lot of information. So it's just like something that was reported, but like the major news networks aren't going to pick this up. No, especially for her, since she's. Well, I mean, run. Fox can pick it up, right? She's going to run for another term, so they're not going to, you know, be all like, "Hey, let's jump on this story." Fox isn't isn't pro. I really thought um, uh, uh, Obama. Oh, shit, Michelle Obama was going to take her seat. I was really surprised when she announced that she was going to run again. Um, I don't think like, Michelle Obama is interested in being a senator. Is she, I don't know. Do you think she's going to try to do a Hillary Clinton? Well, I, I almost, I think, well, what was weird is like right after they are like right before they left or right after they left the white house, they bought a residence in California. Um, uh. it's like immediate cause they already had a residence in, they were staying in DC until, um, I forget which daughter Malia or something like that. Yeah, one of them was going to finish high school, and then they have a residence in Illinois, and then they have a residence in Hawaii. So it was like, why randomly did you buy a residence in California? California? And like her her um, term was coming up two years later, and so that's why I thought that she was establishing residency so that she could run because I think she'd be very popular. There. Like if she ran for senator of California, she'd win. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I think she'd easily win. Yeah. Um, of a big state too. I mean, so uh, I don't think why. I don't think she wants to be in politics though. With her, the way she gave speeches and stuff, it felt like she did. Like, right? Uh, you know, it kind of felt like she was not necessarily hinting, but like it wasn't like, hey, this is this is what my husband does, and I have to do this. I speech. think she was just supporting him, to be honest, and she just did it really good. She just did it really well. Because like, uh, Barb. Laura Bush? Yeah, Laura Bush. You know, she gave good speeches, but it didn't sound like she was going to run for... No, she wasn't political. And, like, she just seemed like a housewife that got, like, put in the right the White House. <laughs> right, but she was... She gave great speeches, too, but I felt like Michelle's always had a little more umph to them. Like, you know, like, somebody behind her was an act... Like, a very good speech writer was behind her. Right. You know, that, like, all right, we want her to have a good speech because she's the wife of the husband. It's like, no, we want her to have a good speech because, you know, one day we want her to run. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, not everybody's Hillary Clinton. Everybody's like fucking that has nothing else to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, right. oh, as the president, as the former first lady, there's not a lot. Like she has a law degree, so there's not a lot you can go back to. It's not like you can just randomly go back to practicing like normal law. You I know? think she's just gonna do like like the Netflix shows and stuff like that and give speeches. I mean, I forgot about that. They have like their Netflix thing. Yeah. I think that's good enough. I think that's good enough for her. Um, you want to hit this last one? Yeah, like I thought this was really funny. I saw like an uh, a headline of this, but I didn't. I didn't read the article. <laughs> Russia appoints actor Steven Seagal as special representative. I um, see. I thought the United States did this. So <laughs> this is Russia appointing. <laughs> he looks so fucking funny right now. Uh, yeah, but they appointed him. Uh, Steven Seagal's special representative for, for Russian American humanitarian relations. Oh my God. <laughs> like, who is he going to like, I don't know. I don't understand this at all. He became a Russian citizen in 2016. I didn't know that. So he gave up his U S citizenship is reportedly close to Russian president Vladimir Putin and attended his swearing in ceremony in May. 
you Ukraine banned ban, uh, Seagal from the country last year, deeming him a national security threat. Uh, yeah, his, he's got fists of steel. Uh, uh, yeah, so he became a Russian citizen? Yeah, in 2016. Seagal so he, became he, a- he had to renounce his U.S. citizenship. Right, you, I don't think you can hold duel. Fuck Steven Seagal then, dude. Fuck him. Yeah. All those movies of playing like American uh, military and being like a badass, it's like, fuck you now. Yeah, you just you just turn for fucking Russia? God damn it. Like I could be like understanding like, all right, you know, it's cool. Like I'm into their culture and stuff like that. But like the idea that's like, oh, I'm going to give up my, I'm going to become a Russian citizen. It's like, fuck. You that. think he'd become like a Japanese or Chinese citizen before anything else? Yeah, because he claims he's a martial arts expert. Yeah. You ever see uh, Rogan tear tears like martial arts stuff apart? <laughs> no, but I'm sure he's like the slowest moving martial artist in the yeah, world. Like even now he's like does stuff, and it's like yeah, this is. F- it's just funny to watch Rogan because he just like tears it apart. He'll do that every now and then. Like if he has somebody on that's like um, also does martial arts, they'll watch some videos of like stuff online that of like people doing fake fake martial arts. Yeah. So like why like his I guess he's just like you'd never do that that move or like that attack like then just stuff that like doesn't work like they'll be like I can take you down in like four moves you know and they just uh, do this yeah. weird like cha cha you know and it's just like <laughs> really where he just like does a neck chop and somebody just falls down <laughs> right or they do like five things and they're like yeah and so the guy just falls to the ground then the guy that he's with just falls to the it's just like <laughs> some type of of uh, like martial arts that like people thought was legit up until like one of the masters fought somebody else and that guy took him down and like yeah went. i think bruce lee did that like bruce lee fought some some master of uh i think kung fu or something like that yeah and just took him down immediately or something yeah like he like the guy was just running from him the whole time <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to watch rogan do it because it's just like uh, all right, watch this part. Watch this part. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he explains to you why it's ridiculous. You know. Yeah. Obviously, there's some stuff that's pretty ridiculous, but I mean, as long as it's, I usually watch like actual like uh, Chinese produced martial arts movies or whoever whoever's responsible for that that martial arts. Um, well, I mean, this stuff is on YouTube. It's not like movies. Like people, they'll forgive movies. You know, because it, it's yeah. fake. Right. You know, Jack and all his stuff is staged in the movie. They choreograph it, and yeah, like it's like, you know, no one would be able to do that all within one thing. But it's fun to watch because it's Jackie Chan, and that's his his stick. And it's entertaining. It's, did you see his uh, latest film, uh, The Foreigner? No, he has like a bunch of like crazy stuff going on with him right now. Um, watch The Foreigner; it was actually really good. I was shocked. Is he acting or is he like actually like fighting in it? It's a little bit of both, and he does a little bit of both, and like they take into account that he's an older man now, so he's like, it's like a lot more strate- strategic stuff. Strategic, less like oh, I'm gonna jump all around this whole room and do backflips and everything. Like he can't do that anymore. He's almost in his sixties, I think. I think he's um, like late sixties. Is he late sixties? So like, it's obvious he can't. Like he does like a little bit of uh, martial arts, but a lot more of it is kind of like spycraft, more like mid sixties. Uh, mid 60s but it, it was actually a really good movie uh, i was shocked i kind of just threw it on one night when i had nothing to do and like a third of the way in i'm like i'm really into this movie this is pretty good yeah i, I gotta check it out i mean I, I i'm more of a fan of like old school jackie chan movies it's up on my media server if you want to watch it yeah you gotta get the other ones like who am i or uh jackie chan's first strike i think was like one of the big ones first strike was good operation condor was one of the first ones out uh super cop 
all the super cops were fucking amazing. Um, those were great. Well, obviously Rush Hours was crossover movies though. He was like late in his forties, I think, when he made Rush Hour though. You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> what is he say? I am. Uh, I am Michael Jackson. You're Yo Toto. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that movie's like they had such great chemistry together. What happened to Chris Tucker? Is he in anything right now? I thought they were working on another Rush Hour. I mean, they made like Rush Hour up to Rush Hour like three or four. They made three. I, know, um, I think they were working on another one, and I think he was going to do like another Friday movie too. He needs to do something. I hear say like really bad tax bills. Does he? Yeah, I think he's like broke now. I want to say. Plot is unknown at this time. Uh, production starts in 2018, does it? Or were you talking about Rush Hour? Yeah. Uh, Chris Tucker confirms Rush Hour Four calls it the rush of all rushes. Good <laughs> uh, um, That's such an insider term. <laughs> the rush of all rushes. It's fine. It is definite as hopping. The Friday actor said pro- on the podcast, "It's going to be the one, the rush of all rushes." Jackie, Jackie's ready, and we want to do this so that people won't ever forget this. Tucker said, "It's been more than ten years since the last Rush Hour movie was released, and the podcast host freaked out over the news of his returning, joking they wanted it, invitations to the premiere." Ja- um, Jackie Chan's like, like twenty years older than Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's forty-six. Jackie Chan's sixty-four. Damn. Um, that age difference really caught up to them. Yeah, I wonder if they'll play off that too. I hope they do. That like Jackie Chan's older and like Chris Tucker's like, no, let's go do this. And Jackie Chan's like, no, fuck you, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just have to do like, yeah, they get. The <laughs> he's like running and he's like way behind. Like he's like out of breath. <laughs> It'd be funny if Chris Tucker was like he had been training as a martial artist the whole time <laughs> for ten oh, years. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I, I don't know how they they'll spin this one. Like I guess they have to have kids. Like their kids are kind of like in, like like a uh, like a, a lethal weapon kind of spin. You know, like where he like he's working with his daughter's like boyfriend or something like that. Like lethal weapon four. Like I feel like like a rush hour four would be lethal weapon four. <laughs> it would be funny if they, they both had kids and they both like it's only been ten years so they couldn't be dating but. I guess if you fast forward a few more years, they, you know, like they didn't know, like say they hadn't talked to each other since then, or they were mad at each other. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like, uh, what's that film? Uh, 21 or 22 jump street. Yeah. Ever, where he like, he's like, yeah, I met this really cool girl. She's amazing. And it ends up being ice cubes daughter. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like the kid meets like a Chinese girl or something like that. And, yeah, and he's like, and what's his name? He's like, I don't know about the Chinese girls. Sorry <laughs> 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 about Chinese girls. <laughs> I think I don't know. Whatever they do, I think people will just go out to see it just because of the nostalgia. We should be film writers. Yeah, definitely. We got the man with the 3D gun uh, on the books. We got a uh, Godzilla fights Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I'm not writing that one. That's that's a good one. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Godzilla v Freddy Krueger. <laughs> he got <laughs> Freddy Krueger gets into Godzilla's dream and he. <laughs> And then they had like the the end they're fighting is like giants, like Freddy Krueger is a giant <laughs> fighting Godzilla. So you get a version of him? You're telling me you wouldn't watch that? No, I wouldn't watch that. <laughs> That'd be such a good movie. That's stupid. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm actually looking at pictures of Kate Upton right now. Why? 
there was a little thing on the side of that article and it was like tnz the hottest pictures of kate upton oh god sure. Every, all the hottest pictures have already been released they <laughs> only, yeah. they only sell, all the pictures are only going to go downhill from that that point in time if you yeah, know what i mean you're starting that high the downhill you know yeah I mean, this she's naked. She's naked in those pictures. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, let's let's finish up. You know, before we get any any pervier. Um, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, this is Choice. This is Tom. And this is the Applesauce Podcast. Later, yeah. Thank you for watching the show. See you next time. Such End podcast. Nice. We're talking over each other. What do you say? What's going on? I was gonna say, except we don't watch; you listen to it. But right, yeah, yeah. Did <laughs> so I say? Did I say watch? There's um, yeah. You said thanks for watching the show. Oh yeah, awesome. thanks for listening. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in my mind, we're filming it. <laughs> uh, there's a point at which when we're talking about the Facebook. I don't know if you have time. I almost said Kimley Horn. Oh, should I? Should I? Uh, I'll stop it. I'm gonna stop it. <laughs>